10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast. The name and purpose sung from the tops of mountains is Are We Friends? I am your beleaderhosened co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jess Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who have known each other for about ten years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore, or if it's just inertia. This week, we're talking less about an interest of mine, and more about just a phenomena that has happened a weird amount in my life. We're talking about weddings. This is this is an interest of yours. Don't act like this isn't your favorite thing to do. <laughs> Don't act like you're not impressed. I am into yeah, weddings, like true, but it, I wouldn't say like, what are your hobbies? Oh, you know, like knitting, crocheting, weddings, the the usual. Like, yeah, I've just, like I don't, I it doesn't, I don't think of that about it that same way. Does that make sense? No, sure. I feel and like it's if, not a, if somebody asked you and I, what is one of your guys' shared hobbies? I'd be like, oh, going to weddings. Also, yes. At the same exact time, without <laughs> making my statement false, yes. You're in a superposition with it. I am in a superposition. <laughs> Why'd you fucking think of weddings? Why? <laughs> uh, so I got a. I come from a like a big family. On um, my mom was one of ten children. My dad was one of five. Nearly all of them are married. Some of them have been married multiple times. So there's. Hey, man! It's not the size of the family. It's how you use it. Okay, relax. And they use it for matrimony. Matrimony, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Because like every wedding is like, uh, at least on my mom's side, is minimum. Well, if you invite one cousin, you have to invite the other twenty-three of my first cousins, and mm. then their spouses, and some of their children, and then the ten. Oh, it's just oh, it's a it's a mess. For my cousin Elizabeth's wedding, they literally had to do like a fantasy football style draft. Yeah, like, oh my what? god! It, it was a contest between my my cousin Elizabeth and uh, her mother, and you know, uh-huh. differing priorities about who to invite, which is sure, only fair. That's natural. Uh, so they like, look, we can't invite 400 people to this damn wedding. No one has the money attitude. nor the time for that. So they did. They oh, they right. drafted so it to can't. 250 people. And at that, like, if their name didn't get on the list, they're not coming. So, Fuck. God yeah. damn, that's savage. That is ruthless. You um, can uh, realize it had to be done, and the cutoff was 250 people. So like, oh my that God. gives you an idea. <laughs> We have to make this just a big normal people wedding. <laughs> I mean, I do get it. Once your family is big enough, like you, I feel like you just want to see how big you can get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like everybody's got a total line. There's a point where you're satisfied with the amount of cousins you have, and then later you're just like, yeah, but like, how many cousins can I have? Yeah. Can I have all of the cousins? And you're like, yeah, probably. Well, it's like, yeah, no, I'm get- I'm good with the size of my family right now. But after you have to like think about how old you yeah. are right now. And then you still have oh. to live at least another entire lifetime of what you've done now. Oh, tell I me you're not going to get bored words. and just try different things. Yeah. You know? You're absolutely just going to go nuts. Break some records. Yeah. I don't know how every adult isn't completely insane. I honest to God, like now at the very. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> just the doorframe of adulthood and feeling the nagging, like insanity creeping in. I have no idea how someone goes to their job nine to five every day at the age of 40. That blows my mind. Oh, dude, you'll figure it out. Trust me. I know. Yeah, I'm, I made it hobbies. three years. And then I, I'm like, I need to figure <laughs> out say, something else to do. Jorge went 
paw. He, he fucking slapped that pause button and went, wait a minute. There's got to be a better way to do this shit. Dude, I loved my job. I Everything about it was dope. But it was mm-hmm. just like, man, I got to do this every day forever. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Just Sisyphus-like. Driving my yeah. car to the interstate only to drive it back at night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, I need to do something more fun where they're going to let me goof off or something. You know, I mean, I was already goofing <laughs> off a lot. It was great. But yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> Camus has that quote. One must imagine Sisyphus happy. I'm like, Fuff. I don't know yeah. what the context of that is, but I'm just already going to come at it from a point of it's, fuck off. Like that's it's literally you. no that the myth of Sisyphus is about suicide. It's not about. <laughs> it's not about the day-to-day drudgery. It's about the idea. It's. I'm not even. Getting, why am I getting into this right now? Like, a what a, what a fucking middle class thing! Like, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Every moment of my life is a you know monotonous tedium no, that I have to sludge the, through. But I'm you know more or less stop, happy on the stop. whole. No, like, no, 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 oh, no. My stop. God. The whole idea that comes up about basically his whole thing is the only. It's a fucking you know just an edgy. It's a cool quote. I like it, but it can be definitely perceived as like an edgelord quote. But it was like the only real philosophical question to discuss is su- or something about that being suicide. And that was just the thesis. It was the starting thesis to the whole fucking essay. And basically he's like, the only time people go nuts and are really sad about shit is when they are pointing out and notice how fucking drudgery and boring and Sisyphean their lives are. Okay, I'm gonna when they're stop in Camus. it and they're focusing on, you can first of no, all, no, no. you can read. You can actually go out and read it instead of just presupposing from my horribly bad twenty-seven. Yeah, I, I actually have a side Camus, botched version Camus of this. Is full of bullshit. Because if he says the only philosophical, we have to decide whether or not to commit suicide. Like, dude, you wrote the book. The only... Clearly, you don't think we should commit suicide. Like, foregone conclusion. Yeah. You have another thing. Wait, he... I got a, I got a completely side question. Um, Brian, mm-hmm. could you explain to me? Because I only get this from context. What exactly is an edge lord? Ooh, I feel like this is something. This is that you could you could be informing people right now. I'm not gonna lie; that's kind of an interesting question, and that's a little bit <laughs> harder. Not, what I'm hearing is that you don't know. So I kind of know, but I don't like. There's a. It's sort of a multi. You got it. You got it from thing. context. Is what you're talking. About. Basically, it's someone who is. There's at least two types of edge lords I know, but one type of edge lord is someone who says quote edgy things, cringy supposedly controversial purposely what incendiary of- comments that's more trolly but like that's the type of person they're pushing to this edge um oh yeah the that- normies aren't gonna get this meme i'm just exactly gonna put it out. exactly exactly I'm the first one to uh, get like, to this it, meme because it's like bizarro or because it's like alt right there's column a, overlap column B. yeah it's, there's overlap it's a venn diagram sort okay. of thing uh they kind of fall into each other <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Some of those edgy um, memes yeah, are themes so. like, I don't know, libtards say this, and I've got my Second Amendment gun stuff. Obviously, I don't make a lot of alt-right yeah. memes, so I can't really come up with a good one uh, right now. The ed- a lot of edgelords are also... Um, edgelords used to be like the samurai dudes who were like... Uh, the, fuck- the one is the, when you were out getting, you know... Playing football, I was studying the blade. When you were out having sex underage, I was oh. studying the blade. Like that my sort of god. shit was or, the original Edge Lord was like, oh my god, this is fucking cringy as shit. But like the idea was they were they thought they were being edgy. They thought they were being like cutting edge, is cool, a, 
Sorry, is all this a pun on like the edge of a knife? I'm being edgy. Get it? I'm being, I don't. I hope not. I'm sitting on the, the razor's thing, edge of society. Oh my god! Oh, uh, shout out to my friend. Cutting through the shout, bullshit and really delivering oh the god. message. Shout out to my friend Jeff though. He wants to make a um. He wants to make a D and D campaign where we're all try hard, uber dark, like you know, edge lord characters in D and D. We're all fun. like the rogues who kill and do this. We're all badass, blah blah blah, but we're all too serious. And he wants to call it Lords of the Edge, and I'm just like, that's the fucking best thing I've ever I, heard in my I, life. <laughs> I really want the hook of that campaign to be someone coming up and like as a gossip in the the tavern yeah. or whatever, and like, hey guys, what's the hot topic happening between you? <laughs> <laughs> Just it, little I little interspurted so. jokes like that. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, so Taylor. Back to <laughs> weddings. Back to weddings. Oh my god, is, do we even have a topic? Yeah, so what? I, I wanted to ask in two capacities about weddings. Mm-hmm. Um one, I wanted to ask about what y'all feel about them. Um we are okay. in varying degrees of relationship, meaning that Jorge is I and Brian and I are lonely. <laughs> um I'm not hey. I'm not lonely. <laughs> oh, okay. Then Brian's alone and I am lonely. I'm not I'm not lonely. I'm just saying I'm just, I'm not I'm not lonely. I'm just saying my DMs are open. That's all I'm saying. Like, all right? I'm saying the DMs are open and there's no guard at the gate, all right? Like you just whatever, you know, we'll see what happens. And, and then, if you message us on Instagram, we'll all read it, but we'll let Brian answer. Oh god. So I, I I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about second, but I am gonna talk about our inbox on Instagram really quick for two seconds. All right. Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about is like, what kind of weddings do we like and what do we like in a wedding? Because I feel like everyone okay, has a fair. taste after you've been to a couple. But speaking of our inbox on Instagram, uh, shout out to our buddy Ian, who oh, no. <laughs> sent us an advertisement for an erectile dysfunction oh, medication okay. or treatment that uses the exact same riff from GarageBand that our theme song uses. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like... Have you listened to it? Oh, yeah. So There's no way we can wait. Of... Is there any way we could put it into this episode? Oh yeah, um, is that it's legal? in our inbox? Or, so is it, it? How close is it? It's you know the da 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 da. <laughs> it's just that one bit, basically the exact same note structure, again, just like yeah, without just... any of the rest of it. So, but then I just imagine it's like it opens to like an old fuddy-duddy in a leather jacket in like a dark alley. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the one. Uh, sorry. This is the commercial intro. where three boys who all have, you know. So, but no. Oh, it, God. Uh, it's so making uh, it's cool to talk about ED. You can still be a dude and have erectile dysfunction. Like, this is a very strange oh, okay. way to take this ad. Like, it's an we're going to change the dialogue just yeah, on the like... advertisement. Of erectile dysfunction without changing the dialogue around erectile dysfunction. <laughs> was it three dicks, ten years? It's... <laughs> One no question. Boys. Can they? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I definitely need to listen to that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that sounds. Thank you, Ian, for figuring that out. Absolutely. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and comparing feels... us to erectile dysfunction because yeah, it's well, way too apt. I don't appreciate I think it's it, on but brand. thank you. That's the problem. Brand. That's what I'm saying. I don't appreciate him bringing it up, but it is 100% correct. Um, so, off of off of our dysfunctional erections. But what about what about weddings? Like do you, do you guys ever see yourselves oh. getting married? Um the well the Okay. So <laughs> Thank you Jorge for going first. Yeah, I can go first. Uh I mean, yeah, I guess that was every little girl's dream is to get married, right? Wait. Um, but see, I have yep. a, I have a very so it's your dream. I have a very, 
very singular mind about weddings, mm-hmm. which is for me, it's like they are the ultimate party. And that yes, is the only yes. way I ever think about them. And as, as a guest, I feel it is my obligation to make sure that the people who invited me feel as good as I can possibly help them feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. in whatever capacity you're in. Yeah, past that, it is my job to enjoy myself. That is why I am there. Yeah. yeah secondary 100%. secondary reason. So for me, it's all partying all the time. Like that is the best thing I have to offer. So for you, the conception of wedding it's is a closed thing. It doesn't mean wedding into marriage. Like, no, when we're talking about <laughs> weddings, we're talking about that 12 hours of ceremony into chug-a-lug-a-lug-a-lug. Literally. chicken dancing. That is the first time the word <laughs> marriage entered my brain all week. When I was thinking about this, <laughs> it did not even it did not even occur to me that it leads into something else. Um, yeah, that's every time I go to a wedding. What I what I think about is during my wedding, I'm like, man, I don't want to be stuck up there the whole time. Those people are like gone the whole time. They get to hold court, and that's kind of cool. But then up on their yeah, dais, holding court's the dope. And part, I hear yeah. a lot about like, oh, I didn't even get to enjoy my own wedding because I had to do all this stuff. You know, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna like make it so I can attend my own wedding. If and oh, when yeah. I have one, hundred percent. I'm, like, I'm like, we're gonna get all that nonsense out of the way quick, and then everybody's mm-hmm. gonna get out of my way while I continue to get as drunk as I oh as I yeah. want. For sure, I want the John F. Kennedy treatment from whoever is doing the wedding, uh, staff wise. Like, this drink what? is never empty. Do not let oh, it get to the oh. bottom. John F. Kennedy okay. treatment. Okay, you steal that from How I Met Your Mother? Is that right? No, I got it from Emily Downey. Oh, let's, who might have gotten it from? Thank you, Emily, for mother. making Taylor an alcoholic or helping Taylor be more. Of well, an just give me the words to hey. facilitate yeah, exactly. my all help crippling alcoholism. Yeah. Correct, we, correct. The word Six is beer, enable, tenly. Jorge. We enable <laughs> each other. Thank you. Enable. Thank you. But what about you, um, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Big Bry? You ever think you're gonna? Uh, first of all, say I don't the big words. Big. Um, because <laughs> I'm not jacked, so it only means one thing. Um, but <laughs> uh, sure, why not? I would totally get married. It sounds fucking dope. All the weddings I've been to have been dope. I would totally have a dope ass wedding. Yeah, is anybody um, offering? There's <laughs> again, DMs are open. There's no guard at the gate. It's fucking. It's just you know. <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves a natural born citizen with the capacity to marry somebody. So that's correct. There's also a utilitarian. I... Hey, non-natural born citizens can also get married, Taylor. No, it's the. Uh, no, he's no, I'm just saying, saying I've it's got easier green for card. the immigration purpose. Yeah. Does it? If so some, I have a question. You, if some Ukrainian bride wants to hop over and be like, "Hey, what's up, Brian?" I'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" And she gets her green card, and we're all set. Like, quick other question. I feel like sure. We and now we this just, is going to be used in a court of law for evidence. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> going to, oh, this is so bad. Yeah, I like I I like that we just bring the fun facts, regardless of where we find them. So I feel like I'm the one who should know the answer to this question. But please ask me. But this. as a as a non-natural born citizen, as a okay. previous permanent resident who became a citizen, yes. can yeah, I get people's green citizen. cards? Yeah, naturalized. That's right. Can I get them their green card by them marrying me? Yeah. I mean, you're a full. You, uh, there's no difference exactly. between yeah. your citizenship Relegally, and our right? citizenship now. If yeah. you're a citizen, then yeah, it's fine. That's cool. Exactly. I was just uh, speaking more in our current political climate that uh, Brian and I are whitey boys, um, and I really fear that true. that might have a thing to play in it now. I think I may be translucent instead of white, but I do understand your meaning. Um, you can, I think you can see my entire circulatory system if I 
get the angle of the light just right on my skin. You can just fucking see right through it. Um, weddings are cool. I like weddings a lot. I like to... I appreciate weddings more if they have open bars, and most of them do. So if they don't, I'm not going. There is. If they don't, I honestly, oh, I don't. I haven't. I haven't been to one yet, so I really no, can't I've say. Heard, but yeah, I've heard the myth of dry weddings and cherish the thought no. uh, that that's that's never going to happen at any wedding that we're ever going to have. I don't even think that exists. I don't know what you're talking. Like the 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 worst it can go is a closed or a pay bar, like a cash bar. And that is super tacky. Yeah, because then your wedding yeah. gift is me buying myself booze at your wedding. Correct. It's the profits you yeah. get. From- <laughs> All, um, so I the, need to I- spend a KitchenAid blender's amount on this mm. booze right now. Fucking bingo. Um, the one thing in terms of older school weddings, uh, it may be a Northeast thing. It may just be a whatever thing. But uh, it shows up in Goodfellas. And my mom actually, I think she did it. Uh, the one cool thing was the bride would have like a, either a pillow sack or a bag of some sort and fucking people would just give their checks and their money to her and she'd have it in the, like that bat. That's so dope. I totally want that. Just to be like, everybody needs to show up, walk over and pay fucking tribute. And you're like, yeah, that's right. Motherfucker. Yeah. Speaking of things that I'd like at my own wedding, Mm -hmm. um, personally, I'd like to have it be spooky as fuck. I would like it. I knew it. I would like, like it a, during Halloween on like a full blood moon. And dude, either want either want us wearing black instead of any white, or I want us wearing white and then you drop blood on us like in Carrie. <gasps> so they let people dude. get married at the at the Magic Kingdom at Cinderella's Palace. Do they also let people get married at the Haunted Mansion at I, I, Magic Kingdom? Better. <laughs> you know, uh, at Universal Studios, I think it was, uh, one year for their Halloween event, they had on Marvel Island, back before Marvel was a huge thing, it was a one-year-only event where they had, like, maximum carnage, and it was carnage killed all the superheroes and took over the island. Are you fucking serious? And he had to go through, apparently it was, like, not that good, because it was, like, really cheaply oh. done, but it was, like, oh. an awesome, like... The concept is so like when you're saying it, I was just fucking it's very like, cool. half masked already. Yeah. When you were well, just what I like is it. that it's far enough back that we don't have enough internet evidence to be sure about how it went. Mm. So like if you do research on it, you there's like some rumors that you can't verify to be true or false. There's like secondhand cool. like, information. Su- well, supposedly you could find like a decapitated Captain America and things like that. What? Um, but there's Steve no Rogers. there's no photographic evidence, you know. And, they turned Steve Rogers into Cleaved Rogers. These, oh. <laughs> and these days with how cheap they are, they would just be like, hey, oh, the Thanos snap happened, so half the rides are closed. And would be like, fuck <laughs> you. Well, they were, they were also cheap back then. I think they oh had like, oh, here's cheap. like the purple man, and it was just a guy like painted It's purple. kind of purple, and you're like, all right. <laughs> it was just like really cheap. It's just chili. Tobias and his friend from the fourth <laughs> season of Arrested <laughs> Development. Like, yeah, well, like Carnage would jump out, and it was just like a guy in a red skin suit with some yeah, like red like, tendrils oh. hanging down. It's like, Ugh. Oh, it's are those, carnage. Are those pipe cleaners? <laughs> no, they're carnage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know the right people. situation there, but... But real... If they ever... Yeah. Real talk, though, the Jurassic Park ride at Universal mm-hmm. Studios is, is fucking scary, man. Yeah, when the T-Rex I didn't just go goes on out it. slowly, like right up in your grill. 
Yeah. When I was there as a kid, they were still building it. And then I went as an adult and it was it was still very scary. I imagine uh I when I went there um in August, last August, whatever the fuck, um I did my whole day there blah 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 and I did the because the King Kong ride was new. That's what I did instead of the Jurassic Park one and I 100% regret doing that one instead of the Jurassic Park one. Dude, the because King Kong one was fucking awesome and it's gone. The King now. Kong run No, they have Skull Island, whatever the fuck it's called, they a Return Skull of Skull Island one. It's so here's the thing, and this is a brief rant on fucking the possibilities of theme parks in the future because I've noticed it both at Disney and at Universal. Um they have this basically new type of ride that is essentially mostly like shot footage of stuff and you kind of just move forward in this sort of van type thing yeah. okay. uh i for some oh because like peter I was, pan's it was, adventure or like the back of the future right? yeah there we go that's a better basically basically what would happen is you would just be on a thing and you'd basically go on a straight path you maybe go up and down a little bit but like you'd be inside the whole time and you'd be watching like movies that would have like 3d effects that would kind of come at you but it wouldn't be like the spider-man ride stuff there no, the Spider-Man ride would move up and down yeah. and back and forth and like make you feel like you're doing Oh wait, doing they stop like the moving around of the thing you're in? That's what I'm saying. You do, for, I'll put so, it this way. I'm sorry. You are, don't you, need... are you just talking about a movie theater? I'm not understanding. <laughs> what I'm, what having trouble what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is it's a movie theater where you your seat where you're in a like a bus and you just move forward and you watch the movie while moving forward and occasionally stopping. That just sounds like you motion have, sickness, the ride. You don't have to wear a seatbelt. I'll put it that way. It's that oh, much no, of a no, non-ride. Fuck that. You know what I mean? If like, I don't have a seatbelt on, so, I better fly out of that damn thing. But this was the thing. This was the thing. The Kong ride was that, and I was like super disappointed. I was like, oh, fuck. This is going to be annoying, right? They have some actual presta, you know, special effects stuff, and I'm like, okay, this is okay, but like whatever, whatever. And then it's kind of moving things, blah, blah. And then... You get to this one turn, right? And Kong fucking murders the T-Rexes, rips their fucking heads off. It's awesome. It's really, it's cool looking stuff if you were watching a movie. But then it's like, oh, we're, we're near Kong. We got to be quiet. And it goes around the corner and it's, there's no more screens. And you're like, oh, there's going to be some real shit. And you look and there's just a giant Kong head, quiet, like just... Yeah, dude. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh shit, I'm a child. Oh my yeah, god, this dude. is the hypest thing ever. So like, what I'm getting from this, Brian, yeah. is that if I were to plan your wedding, I would do it in the aesthetic of the Rainforest Cafe. Dude, I'm it's honestly I'm not the worst. About idea. to be I'm about to be real talk right here. I got scared of the Rainforest Cafe <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know I don't remember if it was the snakes or whatever oh, the fuck man. it was, but one of those things fucking scared me. And I've it was like I was eight or seven or fucking single digit, I think. And I have never okay, been back Brian. to a rainforest you were 23. cafe since. It's a-okay. <laughs> Dude, I honestly, I would love to find a rainforest cafe and go in and be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I think there's still I'm one in like Potomac Mills Mall, there's, isn't there? Up there in Maryland? was at least. I think they might have recently closed that one. There's still a few That's what left. I did. That's what I did at Disney. I went to, because I think the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or Honey, I Shrunk the Audience ride was gone at that point. But the Little Mermaid show was still around. And when I was like three, I got fucking terrified of that show to the point that I cried. Just and my dad had scared me little out. boy, they, Brian. They, they just throw water scared, on you in that show. Terrified little boy. Mm-hmm. They throw water but in your I'm, face on that show. It's not oh, good. yes. What was the terrifying, was, unusual substance of water. Of water. Um, but I was like three and I got fucking terrified. I got cried. My dad had to fucking take me out. Yep. 
I went in completely fine, but there was an interesting passing of the torch sort of thing because I looked over to my left and there was a little kid, maybe three or four, and he was just like doing the I'm not crying, but I'm totally crying, like <laughs> arms crossed. And his dad was in, like, do you want to go out? And he was like, lean into that little boy. Just like hold his arm really quick. This feeling lasts forever. <laughs> You'll never be free. The point I'm making is really, I would never really do a drilling theme that park into his wedding psyche. because <laughs> just ruin his life. Um, yeah, I would never do. Ah, no, I was about to say something more generic than I meant to. I would never do a, a destination theme park wedding. wedding. I would never a do a theme park wedding. wedding. Rather than Rainforest Cafe, it actually go... Well, don't go to the Rainforest, but like go to... Hey, let's go to the Rainforest. Hey! <laughs> the Bahamas go there. or something. I've been to a wedding in the Bahamas. It was fucking amazing. That's not the Rainforest, dude. That's you know, two, to so my imagination, things. they're hardly different. Two things. Oh, my God. One, when I was a kid at Universal, I went on the fucking Jaws ride. Not like the... Oh, fuck yeah. Not the actual fucked one that had to shut down because sharks were eating people or whatever. Because <laughs> it's actually killing But the, the second time when they reopened it. Because <laughs> it, it had a body count. And it was only very scary. Um, but number two, <laughs> this whole, the, the rainforest thing, mm-hmm. I've noticed, so being born in Peru, growing up all the way up, people barely knew what Peru was. All of a sudden, <laughs> white people just be going to Peru and like, it's, I've noticed it's that one, too. It's sometimes it's they'll go to Machu Picchu and it's like, yeah, dope. You picked a good thing yeah, to go to. Yeah, of course. Through. Sometimes yeah. they're going into the fucking rainforest. They're going. Oh, they're getting no. tour guides into the rainforest, and it's just like, as somebody who like is from there, it's just like you you don't understand that a Peruvian tour guide is not like an American <laughs> tour. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pay him five dollars. To take you into the jungle, he's like, that is not. Like, he will leave you. He's not a tour guide. <laughs> he's a guy who walked up and said, "So you guys want to go to the rainforest?" He's like, "Oh, you fucking marks!" And he just walked yeah. away from you even, with your money. Even if he's there, honestly, he doesn't know what he's fucking doing. Yeah, correct. Like, what he thinks he knows, it but is, he doesn't. It is unbelievable. Like, it just don't, just don't go into the fucking jungle. Like, it's here's what we're saying, so, white people. Yeah. If you're going to do a destination wedding, go to a place that you know is safe. Just do not try to be out there. Don't try to be cool. Don't try to be like, ooh, you we're doing a new experience. You don't need a fucking Jumanji Wrong. wedding. Like. You, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. And before we go any more into like a real colonial attitude, I actually have a legitimate question, Jorge. Uh, when you get married, would because uh, I know you still you, you have a, such a strong connection to like Peru and you got a lot of family down there, would you have your wedding... In America, or would you have it in Peru? That is that is somewhat complicated. That's actually a really good question. You know, it is, it is a difficult question. Um, I ideally, I would like to have enough money where I can fly everybody I care about in the United States down to Peru because mm-hmm. it'd be way more fun to do something like that. I, I'm a fan of destination weddings. I've never been to one, but it sounds cool. I've only been to one. Um, I was going to say Taylor, where it was the Bahamas. Was it? Yeah, I was uh, some friend of my mom's, uh, and we went down there, and there ended up being a hurricane back home, so we had to Damn. stay an extra day. We were cool. just trapped in paradise, I know. Oh, yeah, what a problem. It was, <laughs> it was rad. Um, that place treated me. I was 14 at the time, and I got drunk with a neighboring high school theater teacher. Fuck. She, yes. like, oh. We didn't put that all together. Like, wait, you work at... 
I'm not going to say the name of the high school. I'm not getting anybody in trouble. But, <laughs> like, wait, you were, you work at Thank you other for high school? That's like, so yeah, I didn't have to, to censor that it high later. School? Yeah. Like, you cannot tell anybody that, that we were here and that I bought you like an amaretto sour. Like that is awesome. so going to get me fired forever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that happened. Yeah. So, but uh, going back to the, to the question about like, and this goes for anybody who's trying to decide where to have a wedding. Cause it doesn't have to be a different country. You know, it can just be, a different state yeah. a few states over you know there's two families and i think there's no easy way to answer that question right that's something you, have to you know discuss what i've with never noticed is if you if you've got a partner who's from one side of the country and you're from the other side of the country typically mm-hmm. the wedding happens where they're living rather than choosing like the neutral zone between them like Ugh. your family's from california i'm from maine it looks like we're having a kansas wedding <laughs> it's just we're making it no, convenient yeah, for don't... everybody <laughs> you, are we that's bad are we the baddies? Because we're like you, <laughs> a little bit. Because to me, there is East Coast and there is West Coast, and then yeah, like the barren post apocalyptic wasteland. Then <laughs> there's no man's land, and it's just really mean and bad and I mean, insensitive. To it's say not our people. fault. We do call them literally the flyover states. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, for me, the East Coast like extends all the way up through the entire East Coast, skips over Ohio. <laughs> touches michigan oh wow <laughs> i also agree with that Il- i'm like illinois because of chicago like gets like that tip no no, no. And, just yeah, chicago like, it's it's yeah, chicago that's what i'm saying like chicago like, is an island yeah it snakes it snakes in there and like tips chicago and then fucking goes over and you're like okay <laughs> i will remember the names of places that have amtrak stations in them and nothing else between la oh, and damn DC. I, I feel like I okay. could maybe live in somewhere like Indiana, but that's only because of shows like Erie, Indiana. It makes me think I'm going to run into like weird goat people or something. <laughs> you're not going to. I guarantee you're yeah. not going to. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should probably way, not move somewhere based yeah, on don't, don't how likely they like are that. to have it's... goat people. <laughs> and uh, sorry, listeners, by the way, we are all from the East Coast and will live and die yeah. on the East Coast. I might... Well, I might that's check a, out that's a very. List, I was gonna maybe. say that's a very presumptive statement of you to, to. <laughs> to say that our lives are also gonna be dictated by what you fucking want to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's tough, you know. All the all the tech <laughs> shit is on the West Coast. Cut, I was gonna say cut cut to next week, and it's Jorge and I live from California, and Taylor's just still in Virginia, all like, by myself. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Like okay, but they only have Disneyland, and we have Disney World. Well, I know. we kind of do. Florida Honestly, has it, really. That's like a whole other coast. No, no, no. Here's, Florida, my, here's Florida my problem with that. Florida hosts yeah. Disney World. They don't have <laughs> Disney World. That's fair. Walt Disney Walt Disney went like this. He fucking took a knife, a giant knife to the state of Florida, and he carved out his fucking city and county that he wanted for his fucking people to have. And then he's like, this is Disney. This is no longer the state of Florida. But this is the Republic of Disney World. I just want everyone. To, by the way, okay. Brian Brian is not speaking in hyperboles. Like Walt Disney literally bought a yeah, he giant bought a plot of swamplands and yeah. like made it into a literal city and county. Exactly. He yeah. wanted he wanted employees yeah. to live, work, and pl- like live there forever. Like oh yeah. god, everything. Yeah. So now that I just want to, I fear as though we've talked about Disney more than we've talked about weddings in this entire episode. <laughs> There's no, th- your fears so, are very well founded. To be fair, friend. all of our knowledge about weddings, I feel like originally comes from Disney. That, well, I don't Bingo. know. I, I've got that double, that double um, consciousness of between like my, my Disney informed bubble. pop culture consciousness. And then yeah. like all the shit that my family did growing up in a giant Catholic mm. family. <laughs> 
So, and those two things, like more or less, like aligned. I don't remember them getting quite so drunk in the Disney movies. But no, see, I got, I got Disney, know, and I got more, drinking, you know, more or less. Well, the Disney movies always had like the mice would get drunk, or like you know the fun animal. You know, someone would be like goofy and silly, and you'd be like, "Oh, they're so funny, comic relief." And you're like, "No, they're fucking blasted out of their mind. They have no <laughs> idea they're at the wedding. Like, they have no clue they're actually at a fucking public event." Yeah, speak, speaking mm. of other sources that we draw for weddings, I did yes. look into real fast if there's any good horror movies with weddings. Um, and there's oh. like, there's fucking nothing, surprisingly. I, Rec 3. There's a niche to fill. Huh? There's a niche to fill. Yeah. So Rec 3, which if you have not watched Rec, the, like the first Rec, it's what Quarantine was based off of, and it's very, very good. It's not what it was based off. It's a shot-for-shot remake. Yes, <laughs> like, but much it's worse. It's exactly the same. Uh, yes. Rec 2 is also debatably dope. Uh, Rec three was much worse. Still, still okay, but uh, okay. but they dropped the fountain footage shit. Um, and I've that's that's the only oh, one I've well seen. Then, that's I couldn't right. really find anything else worth mentioning. Luckily, though, we have a whole genre, a subgenre of movies of romantic comedies yeah, that take place say. at weddings, and weddings are somehow like the purpose of them. I'm thinking of Wedding Crashers and the Five Year Engagement and Four Weddings and a Funeral and Death at a Funeral, which doesn't have any weddings in it, but I put it together. Taylor is. Like it's, is horror to me as romantic comedies are to you? I'm not going to lie. I'm really thinking what about like. what my default orientation to watching a movie when I'm sitting by myself. And I will flip through like, huh, I'll give this little Amy Adams number a checkout. Okay. Like, I, I really do think I consume as much romantic comedy as you do horror. <laughs> I, which is Jesus frightful Christ, dude. on both cases. <laughs> oh, to the point frightful. where I think it was like a week long that I was really bummed out because Leap Year with Amy Adams and some Irish guy sucked. And it, like that kind of put a damper on my week. It's like, shit, it is, I only have so much time to watch romantic comedies. And that how one were you... blew. How were you surprised that it sucked? It was called Leap Year. Well, yeah, but you know, like Wedding Crashers and all Hugh Grant shit is really funny. But and, wedding, well, first of all, really Wedding like... Crashers is a fucking comedy. That's, a comedy. that's not even a. Yeah. That's not a romantic okay. comedy. That's a comedy. Hold the phone. That comedy features... romantic. Yeah, uh, that's a comedy you... romantic. Is there? Oh, a meet that's a comedy cute? romantic with Hold minor sexual Hold assault sprinkled in there. Hold the phone. <laughs> I guarantee you, it's a romantic comedy because if we look at Owen Wilson as the primary primary character and Vince Vaughn as the secondary primary character, is there a meet cute? <laughs> yes. Is there something that's keeping them apart? Yes. Is there a love that is consummated and then quickly because there's some complication in the end of the second act they can't be together, but eventually realize they are always meant to be together? Yes. It happens to take place okay. during weddings, yeah. but it is absolutely a romantic comedy. Are you okay, saying- you know what? You- between Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, or no, Owen Wilson <laughs> and Rachel McAdams? Oh, yeah, no, no, of course, of course. Okay, and then the Isla Fisher, Vince Vaughn, the Isla Fisher sexual assault, sexual right, assault, yeah, like subplot. literally crimes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. New, new episode, Taylor. <laughs> you have a level of expertise that has been previously untapped that I'm becoming. This is now, now revealed. Very well. <laughs> Break down the romantic comedy genre for us, oh, dude. It's easy. So the rules are either you've got a woman who does something who owns a bakery or who owns like, <laughs> sorry, it has a to big be so one. specifically a bakery. Yeah, it's think very of Stranger Than Fiction owns a bakery. Um, that, that the uh, the one I kept talking about, the Christmas one that has Vanessa Ann Hudgens. What was that? The Switch. The Switch. Yeah, also she works a in a bakery. bakery. Like that's a popular one. Or it's going to be something like a frigid high power businessman. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the proposal that's with what, yep. Sandra Bullock. Yep. Or I'm thinking of. Uh, any Catherine actually, Heigl movie. Leap Year, Leap Year, Catherine Heigl in any movie, or she does something vaguely with television, like uh, most yes. Catherine Heigl movies. That's what it is. Yes, love, yes. Love indubitably, right? A bunch of them. What is it? Love, love indubitably. Actually. <laughs> love actually. 
Oh I feel like my God. Love, Love Indubitably is the BBC remake of Love Actually no, with it's the same a, it's actors. No, it's the parody that they had in Arrested Development. Oh I just couldn't God. remember the actual name. Holy yeah. shit. But the way that, so a woman has to somehow be like fully like in a reasonable world, like totally independent and normal. And like, yeah. I have a career and things that are going for me. And there's usually like some bitchy friend who's in a bad, oh, and it always starts with like a bad breakup. Also, like you had a bad relationship yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. out of it, but you're still like, you know, you're doing your thing, but your life's it's incomplete the recovery because you don't have love of a bad breakup. And then we're yeah. going to get to dysfunctional. Like the next scene is like pictures of a dysfunctional guy. What is he doing with his life? And these aren't necessarily in order, but he's either like moving to a new city. I'm thinking of both strings attached and that other one that is also strings attached but not friends with benefits where he's yeah. like moving to a new city and he's successful and he vaguely does something artsy he's either an architect or an editor or a writer or Dude, he, architect anything. is the go-to job if they want to have a guy do nothing at work yeah, yeah. if they don't so want to actually look into it it's the just next, architect the next movement is meet cute uh which is never quite as cute as you want it to be right, real fast trying though. to be edgy hypothesis if uh-huh the bitchy friend i don't like that word if the if the shitty friend is not <laughs> in more than two or three scenes, is a bad one. Because I feel like sometimes they just, they just throw her in and they don't even put the mm-hmm. work into her. She's just, no. They're just like, she's, she's there, be there in she that first scene. You know what would make, you know, I just, I know you have trouble with dating, but you'll find the right guy. Or like, what the fuck is wrong with you? you like, Aaron was such a nice guy. And then like totally independent protagonist who's going to be yoked to some schmuck by the end of this movie says something like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> just wanted other things and then the bitchy friend says something or the shitty friend says something to the effect of well you just need to lower your standards which happens uh and then we have like (laughs) that that problematic thing in act two like oh well this isn't really working out and for whatever reason for the beginning of act three we're not going to be together do listless montages of us like getting our lives together or something and then she's going to come back just in camera at the wedding or like at the final meeting she'll be there act three breakup is key it's the only fucking thing that actually matters in the story (laughs) you know i don't i don't care for it when i'm I'm watching a romantic comedy i'm not there for like the narrative complexities of the romantic comedy first of all i'm not not either oh oh, i'm not there because it's the the narrative simplicities of the romantic comedy but continue i'm not there for the drama i'm not for there for Mm -hmm. any it's I'm there to feel good, dude. I want them yeah, to absolutely. make jokes and have a good time, and I want there to be <laughs> to no never conflict. Have problems, yeah. Um, <laughs> just like Land Before Time, fucking eleven or whatever the movie is. I watched. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, so I feel like every romantic comedy is uh, they try to grab you with that in the advertisements for them and the commercials, the previews, um, where they say something like, "Oh, John is a architect slash homeless guy, and Bernice <laughs> is." <laughs> But yeah, he only ever wears like sweatshirts and stuff. And Bernice is a high, cl- a high power person missing something in her life. And this is the problem why they can't get together. And yet we know they're going to get together. Preview, end of preview. And just things like, oh, yeah. well, this is a lonely girl and she's a lesbian. Also end of preview because the romantic <laughs> comedy genre is not very kind to gay people ever. Sorry. <laughs> We're slowly getting better at that, but usually, yeah, like, if you're gay and in a romantic comedy, you're either, like, the lesbian friend of the male protagonist or, like, the bitchy gay guy who, like, takes the yes. place of the shitty friend in, in exactly. on, the, on the lady's side of it. Um, there are some exceptions, but mostly it's just like oh, okay we're so tired with this form that we're gonna either invert it in a predictable yet well-received way or we're gonna i don't know 
put a shtick in there. Like, oh, well, the shtick of the five-year engagement is that they're, they've been together the whole time, but it goes through the exact narrative structure of any other romantic comedy. You know what was good? Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates is a story about assault, and anyone else who wants to fight me on that can try to change my mind. <laughs> I was well, going to say, it's, it's like... Um, okay. maybe to weddings, you know, like I do feel, <laughs> hold up. I do feel like I glossed over a little bit on the land before time thing. That is something yeah, I you like said the land about. before time 11 and then you just sort of say like more. let it flow. I would like there. to say more. Um, so land before time one is very good. I'm not going to go through all the land before time story. I was like, um, Jesus Christ. If you're if about you don't to know this, it, I'm going to lose my mind. It's a cartoon <laughs> film about dinosaurs Dinosaur. when the extinction event starts happening and they have to like go find a better land or whatever. Um, and before time yeah they're all they're all kid dinosaurs so it's cute but they get separated so it's from adorable the parents, and they all so they get, have to get back to them. the, the yeah, first exactly. one is very yeah. dark they're all like very sad the whole time because very serious. they think all their parents are dead um but the main character littlefoot right mm-hmm. he lives with his grandparents because his parents died during the main thing now there are many 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 more land before times after that uh and i just have almost too many to count so i probably as a kid you know fucking lost stop watching around land before time four or five i caught on tv a few years back land before time it was an insane number it was like 11 or something (laughs) i swear now the conflict right was at the beginning of the movie it's like the first 20 minutes little foot's like man we are in utopia and we've had a lot of movies so we've solved every other problem that we've come across (laughs) But I, I, I do wish my fucking dad wasn't dead. That would be dope. And then, oh and we're like, yeah, that is oh a conflict, you know? And then his dad shows up and he's like, hey, little foot, I'm alive. What? And he's like, oh, oh dope. And, and then they just hang out for the rest of the movie. I might be. I gotta. I have to. It's just an extended montage with a twenty-minute plot at the beginning of it. I have to believe I'm remembering that wrong, but I swear to God, it's just Littlefoot hanging out with his surprisingly not dead dad for like a whole movie. I hope you're totally correct. They didn't even like bring in that typical plot, like, "Uh, Dad, why haven't you been here?" And at first, he says something vague, yeah. like, "Well, you know, I've been trying to find you, but it turns out he's really a grifter or something." And like, yeah. there has to be some fresh confrontation, and he yeah. learns, like, "No, my identity isn't dependent on having a dad. Dad, get out of here." Yeah, I, I thought he was going to be a grifter, little foot. but uh, yeah, a dinosaur way. grifter. To be fair, if you're watching Land Before Time eleven in the middle of the night alone, you know you probably you don't want. Conflict, that's on you. Really. That's that's a personal problem. That's on you. That's on you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just there's, put that out. there's something dark happening before and happening after that movie, it's, but like exactly. during that little that little Elysium in between, <laughs> let's just have it be pleasant, right? So yes, I apologize. Back oh, to weddings. Yes. Though. Don't apologize. So for that. Uh, something I've been doing lately for the last three years, um, and this will be the third year. I've officiated a wedding a year. I, it's just the way that it's worked oh, out. Oh damn! 2017, 2018, and 2019. Um, so that has given me a very different perspective on the wedding. Because um, whenever I do these things, I introduce myself as the reverend um, at the beginning of the ceremony. And believe it or not, the reverend is not a sexual object to most people. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I have never like met someone at a wedding and danced and, you know, like... You oh, haven't you parlayed know, that into sexual conquest? Yeah, I haven't, <laughs> believe it or not. And it's not that I, I, I was like, I'm going to say I'm the reverend because I think that's a sexy thing. I was like, no, it was a joke. And then that kind of continued on. And now I'm realizing, like, I need this joke to stop because it is yeah, very like, difficult it, to meet people at weddings when I'm the reverend. It, 
it's a joke you're about to start doing unironically, and you're like, oh, shit, this is a problem now. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's interesting. So, like, I, I co-wrote a wedding ceremony. By that, I mean the bride wrote most of it, and I, I don't know, changed a thing. But I've, like, used it in subsequent weddings afterward, or a variation on it. And uh, damn, dog, like, it's uh, it's cool. It's really cool to be part. I've never been part of a wedding in another capacity. I've never been a groomsman or anything like that. But I like being part of a wedding. I just wish I wasn't the reverend in the wedding. Yeah, but <laughs> I wish I had a different part. Okay. So what what is what's that like doing? What is, what's the process for becoming a reverend at a wedding? So in every other state except for Virginia, Pennsylvania, and one other one, um. Either you're a legitimate reverend and that's your job, or you get an online ordination, of which I yep. I know Jorge and I at least have several. Um, I have Brian, I don't. Are you are you a reverend? No. Okay. But you well, know what? By next week, maybe I will be. It's fun. <laughs> so in Virginia, you can't just use that and start hitching people like you can in other states. You have to become deputized by the county clerk's office and apply to be a one-time civil celebrant. And then from there, you're allowed to, like, conduct the wedding. And after that, as long as you get the paperwork in, they fucking, they sell you five yeah. days after their wedding. If this is not in, you legally owe us $500. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you guys are not fucking around. Um, so, yeah, and that's that's pretty much the process. But, like, the standing up there and kind of waiting there, it, it turns into, like, a weird counselor-ish role. And that was unexpected. Um, like, you guys know I'm not actually a reverend, right? Like, I... I, I don't have the authority to shepherd you through this, but like that's what this script very much makes it sound like. So it's oh, it's a oh, weird gotcha. intimacy that I've had with weddings that like no 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 like you know I'm I'm starting to get to know a little bit more about what the emotions and what everyone feeling and like what sort of things need to be addressed at weddings and it's I don't know it's touching I cry so I cry a lot at wh- weddings. Why do you think people want to use you to to marry them instead of more traditional methods? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> You're not even gonna begin to crack that. Can't even. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a uh... that code is gonna stay code. Well then, what? Yeah, well, how do you? Know. How do y'all uh, feel I about guess... religious weddings versus non? Well, hold on. Let me let me do try to address your question because I it will bleed into how I feel about religious. <laughs> You're the one weddings, who said sure. no to the question. <laughs> he couldn't help. I knew he couldn't uh, help. So. <laughs> I can't. Are you kidding me? Someone wants me to talk about me? Oh, well, pseudoscience? Me, I'm there. Oh, so- <laughs> let me let me demure for a second, and then you know, coyly come back to the question. Um, oh my god! But no, like I think uh, at first it was like, hey, we don't want a religious ceremony, and I like mentioned offhand that I'm a reverend technically. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, oh yeah, do you? We want we want you to do it. You're like you're a good friend of ours. You speak well. And we know that you will like MC this ceremony well, like oh cool. And then after there, it's sort of taken an inertia. Like oh, you've done this before, and those other things before. Like oh, you've done this twice, and these other things. And mm-hmm. so it's starting to compound and like gain a momentum. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. It means a lot to me whenever someone asks. Yeah, and I think we definitely. I think we're pretty much prepared to make this guarantee on recording. Anybody out there who wants Taylor Jarrell to be the reverend for their wedding? <laughs> oh no! Just, just send it's a message. Cost you. Just send a message. Yeah, like for free, gonna... free for any fan of Are We available Friends. Available on our Instagram. We, DMs. we do have an Are We, we Friends will... Reverend discount, right? 
the uh, the only condition we'll you if we are to, to do it for free is you you have to either do your first dance or walk down the aisle to our theme song. <laughs> yes. You have to frequently there has to be sponsoring of the podcast around. And we're doing and we're doing to... a live episode there too. <laughs> yeah. At this point what you're actually proposing is you will have your wedding in the venue of our live episode. Exactly. Your, your your thing will be a second thing. We're going to incidentally be having this in some sort of ballroom and then all of your friends and family will be there. And we drink as we record. Also we drink for free. Duh. duh. No, no question. No but it's, no question. But no not duh cuz it's going to be a lot. Oh, this. So, we're gonna black out. To we're, it's the, not gonna be a yeah. Onto the question of religious wedding. So I grew oh, sure. up. My bigger side of the family is Catholic, and so a Catholic okay. wedding, if you haven't been to one, is a full mass, a whole yeah. hour of God. Oh my God. Like, In addition boring. to the normal church stuff, they manage to cram in a whole wedding ceremony, and those poor people are just on kneeling the entire time. Oh, that's time the worst part of the priest. I feel legitimately just, bad for them. Like you don't God, have to do that. Yeah. They could sit. They could sit when everybody else it's, is sitting, it's and then your they can kneel down special day. when you get to the cool part. Like just Jesus, help me out here, man. <laughs> so, you're, so you're not pro Catholic. So I. Oh no, no! I think it's a beautiful ceremony. It's just a lot. Yeah, uh, so great. in addition to before you can be married in a Catholic church, you have to go through counseling. You have to. And it's a it's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents described like nine months of stuff and retreats and camps in order to like show like no we are ready to be married priest and like, well yeah first of all never priest has never been married yeah yeah because you can never get divorced not allowed ever till death you are allowed to get remarried if you if your divorced spouse dies because the vows say annulment. to death do us part now what uh, well, is no, an annulment is quick question annulment something different an annulment is oh, sorry uh, annulment making... saying it never happened basically. exactly you said that you can get you can remarry if they die right yeah. What exactly. if what if you kill them? I feel like it, you're gonna have bigger problems if it's yeah. <laughs> well, what if the God doesn't find gonna out? really put a dent on your marriage potential? <laughs> I mean, I te- that's one that, of those uh, any of the apostles lawyer. talk about black widows. <laughs> like, I don't know what I don't know what yeah, is really like, going on there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying like you kill her, a, and you get a away. Theological with gray area. Yeah, if, yeah. Theologically, okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I'm not saying you, a, you probably still go to hell, right? Because you because you murdered definitely. your wife. A hundred, unless she was some like, unless she was a demon, and you're like, the only way I can get this demon out, dude. Is to kill I don't her. know if it's Leviticus, and it really doesn't take a whole lot for you to be allowed to kill her. Leviticus is like you gotta fucking sacrifice some dove or something when <laughs> like, shit's oh, happening, and she like fucking you gotta fucking farted in her sleep. You're allowed to, yeah, murder like her exactly. Now. You know, it's some ridiculous. So shit. there's a there's an interesting thing about so between Leviticus and Deuteronomy. In Leviticus, it says that you have to marry your brother's widow. Uh, Fair enough. So like, and but right. in Deuteronomy, it says you cannot ex- you cannot be exposed to the shame of your brother, even if you. Oh. So like, I don't know. It's kind of a it's a hard wrestle there. Like, do I have to That's... marry? Do I have? <laughs> well, to, I think like... you can marry her, but you can't. You have to marry her, and you can't. But bang you her. can't have sex with her. I guess. Yeah, that is. I don't know. That's the if we if we have any listeners who are like Old Testament scholars or Hasidic Jews or something, can you guys like help us out here? Please, I want a ruling on this. Yes, and also I apologize. Oh, yeah, I mean also, that. 
it's always iffy with religion, but uh, I, yeah, just a blanket sorry for any insensitivity. Say, I feel like an apology is just pre, like, it's implied at the beginning of our show where we're just like, we're going to say shit we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, Watch this, like, we get in our email inbox, like, my official excommunication from the Catholic Church. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, no. Dude, I would be like, I would be like, wait, this just came in the mail? <laughs> like, this has been a long time coming. Yeah, it's, it's funny because my respect for other religions is only eclipsed by my attention grubbing so it's <laughs> yeah constant struggle um uh, yeah in terms of yeah. in terms of religious weddings though i don't care it's your deal if you want to do whatever you want to do i'll go to it oh it's I'll your fucking, fucking wedding you get to time you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. no just the open bar for me it, literally yeah, that's as it. long as there's an open bar yeah which is going to be so? What happens if I go to like a Muslim wedding? That seems a little insensitive to demand an open bar Correct. where the majority of Muslims don't drink. Yeah, but that's different. That's part yeah. of their religion. Exactly. So if, if you're if you're just having no open bar for no good reason, yeah, if you're having a, a regular problem. wedding, like a whatever, like for us, a regular wedding in quotes. Yeah. So some and you're like, we're having like a dry bar. I'd be plate, like, boiler see you later. Wedding. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, 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 like check, legitimate reasons are religion. You mm-hmm. don't have enough money. Former you alcoholic, or the other person is an alcoholic. Yeah, it, not former. And those are completely acceptable. If it's literally anything outside of those three, you're an asshole. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Well, let's not speak in absolutes. I'm sure there's, you know, similar. Only reasons. a Sith. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> yeah, and Siths are the ones who are allowed to get married. Duh. That's a good point, actually. Wow. I feel like yeah, they're that's... also allowed to get drunk. I feel like Jedi are not allowed to get drunk. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Messes with that's, their why fucking, that's why, the death that's why Obi-Wan it fucking throws away the death sticks guy because he's like if I wasn't a Jedi I would buy all of these off of you fucking leave right now like that's like, why he has to me, use mind powers because he's like yeah. <laughs> he's like get this temptation away from me I want me. to buy them more than you want to sell them <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so you need to rethink your life because I am incapable of getting over how much <laughs> I want those death sticks right basically. now basically because I can't put this wavy hand over my own head. When you, yeah, when you make other people rethink their lives, but you just want them to make you rethink you should... yours. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those are some deep shit. cut Star Wars jokes. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Jorge has the spooky wedding. Mm-hmm. Taylor, what sort of wedding do you plan on getting? Do you have like an idea or like are down for the thing? And if so, so like I what sort really of wedding about... would you want to do? I never really talked about whether or not I want to be married. Uh, we, yeah. we started on, um, so uh, that's a, a difficult thing and something that I'm only coming to like as an adult, like really questioning. Almost it. like when you should Growing up, be. I was at, yeah, like I was at weddings all the time. It was just that unexamined is like, oh, at a certain age, though my parents always said your 20s are for you. So like at 30, you know, you get married to, I guess, whoever you're dating at the time because that's why you're dating them. And so, <laughs> Literally just whoever's there. <laughs> Thirtieth birthday. This has been wedding proposal. Seriously, <laughs> to the point where, like, hey, would I be happy like not being married? Yeah, I want the party, but like, so for me, it's very conditional. If I meet a person that I want to marry, I think I will know if I want to get married. Like, it is not a goal in the abstract. Like, all right, I'm 35. I haven't been married yet. Who's around? It's and not one of those American dream check boxes. It's a yeah. thing that will I think happen it's more when for it me, happens. like I want to be I want to be in love in a in a way that like a wedding would be appropriate <laughs> did you just that, laugh you know? at like, him talking about how he wants to <laughs> be in love my dude 
I was just being super Fuck cynical you, when he said I want to be a Fuck you. So I just went. Yeah, no, I okay, agree. Cool. I That's completely... the last time I ever opened up to you, Brian. <laughs> no, I totally <laughs> agree, Taylor. I'm t- no, it's 100% on board with that. Yes, 100% agree. And to anybody listening out there, you you just do what you want, you know? You don't, yeah. don't, like, yeah. yeah, whatever you feel like doing, be happy in doing that. No, that's, that, that's that, little, that little chuckle was exactly in the, huh, yay, like, sort of tone. <laughs> See, like, like, that's <laughs> what I heard out of you, Brian. Very old school, yes. Um, <laughs> I've, been, I've been coming to the same realization with children first, before marriage, because marriage is kind of like, well, you have the party and you promise, but it's really not that much different than dating, right? Like ultimately, it's basically a handshake oh, yeah. agreement. Like it's yeah, it's just, just like the a government is involved on being together. Now. Like yeah, exactly. But yeah. children are forever. So that's that is the question that's been well, weighing on yes. my mind. Um, and it's also the same kind of Hopefully thing. You know, children like, are forever. Don't uh, don't. Well, no, children are seventy to eighty years on average, based on the average lifespan currently. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but don't ever, Brian. Don't don't just be saying. controlled by society, like <laughs> social norms forcing you to be something do, to do something this, you don't want to do. I was gonna say this is what I will honestly in a real talk segment. Earlier in America and forever, basically, with different cultures and society, there have been checklists of what is deemed like the right way to do things. The American dream is the easiest example for everyone to understand, where it's like a wife, two kids, a house with a white picket fence, like these sort of things were checklists to show that you were progressing in society. They they came out of real desires for people to be together and all that sort of stuff, but like... It's yeah, biological. Formalized, so yeah. Like it's... Exactly. They became normalized to these things where people expect and assume to do them. Do not do them unless you want to do them. If you want to do them and it, your life goes exactly that way and you're in fruit, into it, great. If, it, if you don't check any of those fucking boxes, but you have a super dope life, also great. Yeah, fucking dope. Speaking of which, you, yeah, the audience member, who I'm speaking to now, unless there's anything else from anybody, any other topics we want to cover? Not, no, go, go know, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. currently, yeah. We we have some some exciting news on the horizon. <laughs> Taylor, would you like oh, to... Oh, right. Um, so, yeah, Jorge is announcing his wedding. Um, what? Live on this Wait, podcast. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, never mind. I don't want to be married. You're going to have to fucking drag me out of okay. here. That was dope, dude. Uh, Taylor, that was super good. Oh. All right. All right. But no, and also, you fucking bamboozled it super hard. I feel like all my all my skin is ice cold right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that's going to be another oh, reaction shit. you're going to have to explain. Um, <laughs> Just like the fucking. Sorry, Jorge. I really put you in a catch 22 there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> so, so uh but in another that we're kind of wrapping up our conversation about you know weddings etc we wanted to tell you guys about some a little bit of a change um or just like a deepening of our podcast we mm-hmm. want to start talking more not just our we friends the three of us but we want to talk about more like our we friends with you guys we with, friends you know, yeah or are, are we all friends with in each a collective other? sense even. Or are you all, yeah, that's the other one. Like, are y'all friends with each other? Like, are you listening to this podcast with somebody else and someone, Brian will say something and someone will laugh and one of you will turn like, why the fuck did you laugh at that? That is not a funny thing. And just like, you really get into it really quick. Um, yeah, this is what we wanted joke, to yeah, do. We want to know. This is the entire time. We started out with just us when us is all there was. Yeah. But now that there are more of you, we want, we we want, want you to include to, you. Want you. Yeah, we want to include you as much as possible. Which is why we also want to start 
announcing episodes the week before we're doing them. So Exactly. So on that point, we have a listener named RJ. Thanks, RJ, who has given us Hi, our RJ. first episode Hello, suggestion RJ. that we're taking. Um, <laughs> so formal. We are going to be watching the, I think, 1981 movie Roar. The entire thing is on YouTube. None of us have ever seen it before, Correct. but we have been told that it is one of a kind. Apparently, this movie has more injuries on set than any movie ever. I'm so fucking excited. Uh, which is about the only thing that I know about it for sure. So, if you guys want to watch that, did you just try to us, rhyme "shore" with "roar"? I hope so. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yes. But that's you know. So we're going into it, and we'd love for you guys to watch it with us, and you know, be part of be part of the friendship here. So yeah, uh, brace yourselves for "roar." Yep, and there'll be uh, plenty, plenty more that of that. Note, so we're gonna we're gonna be reaching out. You should reach out to us if you want yeah, to get your name mentioned. If you wanna if you wanna suggest an episode, if you wanna maybe even join us here temporarily <laughs> for an episode, you motherfuckers. Absolutely, that's it. Uh, yeah. We become Everybody friends. Gets one. And you want to come on? Yeah, come, we'll absolutely invite you on the show, and you know, as, as a new friend, and you know, see if we are friends this time with the four of us. You friend, uh, I friend. Yeah. <laughs> You no. friend, I friend, we friend, he, she, we friend, are we all friends <laughs> is what we're gearing towards. And with okay. that, you can begin this new friendship uh, via our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. Or you can find us on the wider world web at r-we-friends.com, where we do have a uh, contact us bit where you can email us with suggestions or friends or letters or like prison style love notes. Send us other want. friends. Don't um, talk about yourself. Send us no, other actually, people no, if who you, you think we would be friends. If with. you want to do something super like weird and cryptic as like a prison letter, you know, I'd be down for that. Oh, you want to do some yeah. Zodiac I don't, shit? Jorge, talk about I, how you want to bathe in blood or anything? I'm, um, yes. Sign, how about us a cipher? I will sign up for this I'm new gonna, I am going to encourage you all to tell us about y'all's friendships more, um, and I would love we would love to talk about other people's friendships yeah. on this show as well. We'll air your dirty laundry on air. Ooh. We don't care if yeah. And we we've been talking <laughs> oh, yeah. like if you if you want an advice corner, if you want a question oh. corner, any of that, I'm I'm ready for it. We we will embarrass yeah. your friends if you want us to. No problem. <laughs> So yeah, send us your stories, send us your questions, send us your suggestions, and send us your friendship, and we will we will talk about them all. Um, until we get some of those sweet, sweet letters and notifications about our inbox, I have been your perennially single co-host, Taylor. I've been your blushing bride, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you all next week. I do.